As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences Each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey there, everybody. Welcome in, and thank you for listening to the Dumb Dad Podcast. My name is Evan, and I'm a dumb dad. Hey, everybody. My name is Kevin, and I am a dumb dad. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC, MMA, and more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. It's truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to BetOnline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Cheers, pal. Cheers. Cheers to you, dummy. Um, what an episode we have for you today, Do folks. we? Well, I assume so. That's ambitious. I think so. Well, here's the thing. We talked about this last week. Our wives... I was going to say jumped ship. They didn't jump. <laughs> no, no, they have not abandoned us or the children. <laughs> they, yeah, they went to, uh, God, that'd be so good for content. Wouldn't though. Great. I know it'd be probably a, a big, a <sighs> greatest hits episode. <laughs> We'd get picked up by a lot of people. That's right. If our wives left. Um, so yeah so uh, yeah our wives um with sorry another, with another about making money you lost being abandoned <laughs> our wives went to uh bachelorette weekend of yep. fun uh together with another uh friend of ours and left so us, cryptic left us <laughs> to deal with the kid no um and you were here uh i was here you flew away i flew away Yeah. With my children. With took them children. with me up to Seattle area to visit uh, my parents. A sort of dumb mom moment from what I understand. From my wife. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, the the bachelorette party weekend was scheduled and then we were yeah, looking at times a while in advance and we were looking at times like we always like to try to go, you know, bring the kids up to grandma and grandpa, of go course. see where I'm from a little bit. And she had booked the tickets and then only like two hours later did she realize, oh, I've made a grave mistake. Mm-hmm. I have booked us to all go to Seattle. When I can't go to Seattle. When I can't go to Seattle. Yeah. So um, without even hesitating, when she told me that, I was like, is there any way to cancel your ticket? Because by all means, I would love to still go. Um, yeah. She was a little bit between like, you know, wanting to have her cake and eat it too. She was bummed that she didn't get to go to Seattle because she loves going up to Seattle. Well, yeah, you guys are both from there. 
but from there and um she loves my parents too so yeah we missed her there but also i know that our wives had a fantastic time so i was super happy for her Mm -hmm. to get to go not a lot of girls trips on the books just doesn't really schedule it too much and so I was like, happy we don't have a lot of trips on the books either. Period. We have the occasional golf outing. Yeah. I and have even like that is like gotten down to like once every two months, <laughs> once every two months. Yeah. God, <laughs> I wish, if it could only be once a week, if it could only be every day, let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, but time and money, money. So anyway, so yeah. They took off. I was super happy. I mean, here's the thing. I for uh, now it's a bit of a tradition. It's been going on for more than ten years now. Uh, a group of friends of mine. We go to Vegas once a year for a weekend. Right. A very short trip. Yes. But you have one in the books. Always. I do have one in the books, and it's been going on since before children. Sure. And we've always just tried to make it uh, a, a, a market on the calendar. Like I'd like to go do it and see. They're almost all of them for from out of state. So it's kind of like a fun thing to go do just to see some buddies, yeah. you know, even if it's for just two and a half days, you know, of course. Um, but for, yeah, for years with kids have been trying to get her to like get something going like that, you know, because you know what, it, what it's like, what it does for you as a reprieve from just getting to go be yourself without the kids, without even your significant other for a moment, just to kind of go be yourself with some other friends. It does a lot. Uh, it's nice to like rub your hands together and go, God, they're not sticky. Yeah, it's I'm doing all right. Your yeah. forearm isn't uh-huh. magi- magically sticky. And if one of your friends asks you for something, it's, you know, not, can you open this for me? Like a yeah. granola bar. It's or embarrassing something. when you go to wipe ketchup <laughs> off your friend's face out of instinct. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, I can't recommend that more. You know, if you can get something like, I mean, it's, I don't know, even if it's for, it doesn't have to be like every year for two mm-hmm. or three days. It could be like once a month for an evening or so, whatever it, that means to you. It's good to just get that little bit of a mental break from whatever it is, especially for my wife. She's the default parent. Did you get in our relationship, a mental break on your trip? Did you get some, did you dump the kids and take off? No, <laughs> you didn't You didn't go see friends or no, I thought maybe I would. Um, you know, I, I'm kind of not, I'm not good at, at Dwayne advance going to, I'm going to be home. Let's do it tonight. Let's all meet somewhere. But I kind of tried like, a week and a half in advance and a, a few of the guys I reached out to were like, I'm already away that weekend or something. And I was like, you know, the other thing was we weren't gone. Did you see them walking down the street when you were there and said, Hey, I thought yeah. you were away. And they and went then, the other way. The other thing is my parents <laughs> live pretty far outside the city. Oh, sure. Much further than, than we used to, or certainly where I'm, where I grew up. Yeah. And so also my friends are pretty far away. So it's a bit of a, you know, it's like an, at least a, an hour drive in, in some vicinity. Oh, to so go when see you say you're from Seattle, that's just cutting out the middleman. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I do the same, I do the same thing. Yeah. Say I'm from Boston and then people, a couple of people prod where, and I go about a half hour North and they go where, and I know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Drake Every it. Time, and they go, Drake it. Oh, oh I never okay. heard of it. I know. Yeah. So Boston's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You go to Boston. It's a little a bit, of, yeah. It's a little bit of that, but they live way further north than the city now. So it's we're up there and and we got land kind of living, uh, which is oh, nice. Okay. And they have a nice big backyard. It's fun for the kids to go play and everything. It just means if I'm going to go see some people or whatever, it's a it's an outing for sure. So <laughs> since it didn't work out for the Field most trip. part, I was like, nah, it's it's okay, it's okay. We are going to go back. Um, I think sometime in April or something like that. So I oh, didn't okay. feel too much pressure to set like a big thing up this time, especially since it was like somewhat of a shorter trip. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, um, it was fun. It was good to have them go mm-hmm. go see my mom and dad, have the kids spend some time with the grandparents, and uh, you know, I have some dumb dad moments. If we we, f- we just should we just that better, <laughs> <laughs> you flew with two kids. Twice. Oh, thanks. So, other than a few minor ones, I've got a couple of pretty. I got like a pretty decent one that you. I thought was like, if this is it, I'll take this all day long. But it wasn't. Um, Perfect. I will say this, man. You're not going to believe this. So, two flights, right? Mm-hmm. To and from. It's about a two and a half hour flight. Yeah. I'm prepared for the plane being probably the most involved i'll have to be like you know getting him from the car to the airport all the luggage yeah on checked whatever we got to do onto the plane managing snacks don't kick the seats like all that stuff yeah. just get from my house to my mom and dad's house 
and then for the most part, things should be okay. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. You know, that's the major play here is just the airport traveling with the two kids as my responsibility situation. That's correct. I wasn't afraid or scared or anything. I'm just thinking it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a big yeah. mental load for one person to handle that kind of stuff, right? So on on both flights, neither kid asked to go to the bathroom. Oh. Can you believe that? That's pretty good. Not even once. I mean, of course, I said, if you even ask me for a drop of water. No, there you go. <laughs> I mean, you did, head- you did what like UFC fighters do in a weigh-in. It was like water all week and then 12 <laughs> hours before, <laughs> cut them off. Cut it. Cut the weight. They're peeing a bunch, but then they're just dehydrated. Yeah, not even once. And the whole time I'm looking at them thinking, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. And it's going to be, I got to go. And then, okay, you sit quietly. Or I don't know. Maybe we all got to go. Well, maybe you can sit here. I'll take the little. I don't know. I, the whole time I'm like yeah. mentally thinking, like I don't what know do how I'm going to handle this. What? Do, how do I do this? Never ask me what. And of course, I'm not going to bring it up. You're as soon as they say something, bring it up. they're then they're going to have to go. I have to go. Gonna, Actually, I have to go. Yeah, and then they're going to break the seal, and it's going to be every ten minutes. Yeah. Neither flight. Couldn't believe it. Not bad. On the way to Seattle, you know, you land. You're like, get everything. Yeah. Make sure we have. Yeah, it. That's a rule of. Uh, flights every time sure you take everything that's yours more so when the kids are like you sort of put the stuff in their backpacks their little backpacks that they have you you i help them pack my 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 wife left before we left so it was you know down to like me and the kids alone at home and then making sure we got all the stuff uh-huh. i was telling my wife too i love traveling i love going places uh-huh. i hate leaving because as soon as you you commit the time is now and you leave the house that overwhelming feeling of like, well, I forgot something or I forgot to do something or the ovens or whatever, you know, like I'm a wreck until I get through TSA. Then, yeah. I'm, then I'm golden because I always leave in plenty of time. Uh-huh. Always with kids. I've done it for sure. Without kids, I've done it. I'm anxious until I can get through TSA. Yeah. Um, cause of all the, the weapons that I'm smuggling. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. No, because of like I'm just anxious of time and being held up, and once I get through that, you're you're good, and then I can relax. You know, I'm thinking like, do I have everything I'm supposed to be bringing? Do I have all the way down to like toothbrushes for them, enough pajamas, like all that kind of stuff that you're just mm-hmm. like double checking, triple checking, and then the more you check it, the more you start to get lost and like I think I got everything. I mean, right. I checked like three times, I zipped it all up. I we should be good to go, but then it's just overwhelming feeling like oh, I probably forgot something. Turns out, never forgot anything. Wow, they're really in the woods there. You can't forget anything. But, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm <gonna> tell you, man. <laughs> and uh, so I will say this, like three or four times on the flight, it was sort of what leads up to one of these small dumb dad moments. Three or four times on the flight, somebody around me, very close by, dropped something significant enough to where you like feel it in the floor. I oh, assumed yeah. it was like a phone or something or a book yeah. or something. But every time it happened, I like looked over at the kids and they were just calmly watching devices like what did it you was think cool. was gonna happen i didn't know but i thought maybe they dropped something and now we're gonna be like where did it go oh, yeah, it was the kids yeah oh there was like a startled don't worry yeah because i look Pl- at them like planes do that they drop things every once in yeah. a while um and it never seemed like anything happened like, so i thought oh, it was probably the person in front of me dropped yeah. their phone a couple times or whatever it was yeah um lo and behold until we got to my mom and dad's that night and I'm getting the kids ready for bed and I go to fill up their water bottles that I realized my daughter did not have her water bottle. So one and of those thuds was her. One of those thuds was her. And when we were packing up to get in the plane, I'm like, okay, if anything, just don't leave your devices here somehow. Just, I want to see you put it in there and in, zip in it up. I want to see you put it in there. If anything, I'm going to look zip. Yes, they are in there. Don't leave those. Yeah. Like a, like a movie poster in order of importance. Yes, Let's exactly. Everything. Up. Exactly. <laughs> in order of appearance. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so first kind of dumb dad moment was not, I guess maybe having a mental checklist of like the stuff that was in their backpacks, but again, packing the kids, like I let them, it's like I put the things in their backpacks that I know we need to bring and what they want. Like, yeah. we're going to put a couple books in there to read at night, and I want you to put your devices in there and your little headphones in there, and like that's what needs to go in there. And the extra room is whatever you want to put in there. It's totally fine with me. I don't even care what it is. Yeah, you can pack stuff. Didn't think about you know when we, the plane lands and everyone stands up, getting ready to go. It was like I just didn't think about it. Everything was zipped up. I didn't see it. So it must have been one of those things that fell and then rolled somewhere and I had no idea. Yeah. And it just didn't think to like check, do you have that? Yeah. So right. of course, you know. You didn't think. That 
cut to a target run in the, in the middle of the trip. So they do have a target. <laughs> to go get, they do have a target, yes. Um, to go get my daughter a water bottle because it got left on the plane. So that was one. And I thought, and if, I, if that's the thing, I'll take it. Kind of a dumb dad moment, yeah. but I'll take that. But here's the real heavy hitter for you. As we know, I've spoken about it before. My son has a lot of issues going on with his teeth. He's lost a bunch of teeth. <laughs> he's got braces. He's got, he's had the expander. He's working with this uh, sort of this like mouth therapist. He has tongue thrust. He's tongue tied. It's probably going to be a procedure, like all this stuff. He's been working with this um, oral therapist to like working on some of this stuff. Uh-huh. We go like at once every like three weeks or so. He does what we call, I don't even what they're called. We call them mouth exercises, like once in the morning and once at night. How'd you come up with that name? Well, because I don't really know what else you call it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like little funny stuff that he has to do where he looks kind of silly and he has to chew on these things. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, just stuff to like build strength up in his tongue because he's tongue tied. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's kind of a whole thing. Poor little guy's doing all this stuff at eight years old, you know, trying to get <laughs> so he doesn't have like a <laughs> crazy jaw and like yeah. all this stuff as he gets older. Because we are traveling, and soon, and we'll probably talk about this more as it comes up, but he will have to have a procedure because he is tongue-tied. He'll have to have his tongue, like, the little string that holds your tongue to your mouth is too tight. He's going to have that clipped, adjusted in the future. Oh, I think I saw that in the movie Hostel. Probably, yeah, yeah. Before they took their feet or something. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> so... It's this whole thing, right? It's just been this whole thing. It's a routine that we are that we do, and I'm, you know we're really proud of him. He doesn't ever complain about it. He just does it. He just knows he does it. You know, it's just sure, part of his sure. morning and nightly routine. But because we were traveling, and because he's going to have to have this procedure sooner than later, we needed one more, at least one more appointment with this woman. And her only window of opportunity really was when we were going to be gone. So we worked it out with her. We'll continue you left the, him. We'll keep the, yeah. So we left him at home and um, left him on the plane and with the water bottle. And so we were like, we worked it out to where we'll continue doing the exercises. We'll push it a little bit and then we'll meet with her via FaceTime or Zoom when I'm at my mom and dad's. Great. So we brought his little kit, all the stuff he needs, had it in the calendar. Is, and like little, like, is it like a little, a little barbell? They list with his tongue. Yeah, it is. Yeah, how'd you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, he puts like a little adapter on his tongue that has like two little hands that hold the barbell. Oh, that's fun. And then he puts yeah. like a little sweatband around the tip of his tongue. Yeah, exactly. And then we has like a tiny little water bottle actually that his tongue. Anyway, oh, so nice. It was like sort of priority number one: keep the children safe and don't lose them. Priority number two: make sure you go to the make sure you have the appointment with this woman, and which was Saturday. And Saturday morning, it was like, okay, it's like the thing a, I knew that was on the docket. It's a real jump. Uh-huh. Priority one and priority two. Well, other than that, it was like, have fun <laughs> at grandma and grandpa's, you know, like play board games. Water and, bottles could have been in between there. <laughs> <laughs> might have been, yeah, it might have been like 2B or something. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that fell by the wayside pretty quickly. Not to be. <laughs> um, thank you. And so... Saturday afternoon comes around. We're having lunch. The calendar uh, appointment shows up on my phone. I'm like, okay, this is great. I've got about an hour before this appointment. And then at dinner, I was like, oh. So you had an hour. I, yeah, I had an hour. And then hour, you forgot about it and then, I, and then I forgot about it for like five hours. Yeah. And then realized it that night. Did you open Zoom and she's just sitting there? No, man. I mean, That'd be great it, it wasn't even, was. we weren't even. No, yeah, the window was closed. Completely closed, yeah. and uh, as if she had the time universe, to watch the new Batman one and as a half if, times, as, <laughs> the, as if the universe isn't prolific enough. Uh-huh. As I, I mean, we're sitting there at dinner with my parents, and I just I was like, oh man, and my mom's like, what? What's wrong? And I go, and I told you, know, I told her, I was like, I forgot to do the only thing that I was really supposed to do this weekend is have this appointment, and within five minutes. My wife texts me, how did, uh, how did his appointment go today? <laughs> like within five minutes of me realizing that, like th- we're like, that's how connected we are as a couple, which I appreciate, but it, not in these moments. Yeah. You're not connected the way you think. Oh, <laughs> man, She's more connected to if you were that behavior. connected. Yeah. 
your wife was connected with the woman who's waiting on the other side of yeah, the room. Yeah, she's more, my wife's more connected and looped in with my behavior, yeah. I think. Yeah. Dude, I felt so bad, so stupid. Yeah. So then, and she's like, you got to email her. <laughs> I was like, I know, I know. So that night when the kids, you know, were down and everything, mm-hmm. I had to go in the bedroom before I went to bed. I had to like make this big apology email about wasting her time and like all this. I felt so awful. And we have it. We're going to read it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, she's here. She's right here. Please welcome. And uh, I felt so bad and so stupid, man. It's like, it couldn't be more of that. You had one job. Yeah. You know, and I failed it and I got fired from it. <sighs> she responded. She did. Yeah. I was like, please, by all means, I'll pay you for your time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> My only saving grace was like, trust that we have the stuff with us and we're doing the exercises morning and night, <laughs> but we're going to have to reschedule this appointment. Did she write back? Why would I trust that? Yeah. How could I possibly <laughs> trust that? Other than the fact that I know your wife's probably involved. She's like, name two exercises. It's so on brand with what we do here, Kevin, um, but also what we try to not do, yeah. you know, and I just did it full speed ahead. Yeah, you did. You know, so that's what I have to tell you about. <laughs> I was like, you stupid idiot. You dummy. Yeah. Disappointing her, certainly disappointing my wife. Of course. And, um, you know, here I sit. Here I sit, admitting it to you. A humbled man. A humbled man. Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. You're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Glad you had a fun trip. You were just having so much fun, you know? It was great, man. We played tons of board games. My my mom and dad are pretty artistic people. My mom's got this big craft room. We we played with clay. We had art projects. We painted. We, you know... We had big rounds of Uno with like the whole family. Yeah. It was great. Got to see my brother and sister, and they so they came and saw the kids and everything. It was yeah. it was fantastic. It, the whole it was it was great. It was a good time, and then got them safely home. And it, that but that was the that was the hiccup. That was the big one. That was the hiccup. The water bottle situation was completely forgettable at that point. Yeah, more ways than one. <laughs> I wish you'd forgotten it on the way back. The new one. <laughs> the new one. Yeah, that really would have wrapped, put That'd a bow on the nice. trip, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. So anyway, that was uh, that was my experience without without the wife, and um, well, she had a great time, and we had a great time, and I just made a, one kind of major mistake. <laughs> yeah, so there okay. you go. Oh, it's okay. Relax. Please it's, save me. It's not gonna. Uh, no, I bet a thousand this week. <laughs> Um, well, this, this past week was the, and I, I alluded to it on the last podcast. It was the Scholastic Book Fair. Uh-huh. And. Book Fair 2023. Like any good PTA president, mm-hmm. I well, okay. wanted to be as uh, least involved as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's not a PTA run event. It's hosted by the PTA. Oh. So the librarian sets it up. Well, what did you wear? Uh, you know, you're hosting a big event. Yeah, it was a three piece, <laughs> three piece uh, with a monocle. Yeah, because you're gonna be reading books for sure. Yeah, but you uh, also want to keep an eye on the kids. <laughs> Watch your hands. You touch it. You buy it with your dirty fingers. But yeah, we host the event. So where the big hiccup, like where I could just tell this wasn't gonna be a run of the mill. Well. This is a PTA event. They're just kind of they're helping out. We appreciate all the help they can get. Then the I I find out like three weeks ago, like in a game of telephone that somebody's like, "Well, the librarian's leaving," and I was like, "What?" Like for lunch? And they're like, and they're getting rid of. They're not doing the book fair this year. And I was like, "What do you mean they're doing the book fair?" And they're like, "They have nobody run it." And I was like, "Uh huh." And how long did you think? Oh, then we don't have to do it. Yeah, uh, right away. But <laughs> I could do that a lot of the times yeah. as the PTA president. Yeah, but it's for the children. It's for the kids. So, no, I can't do that. Yeah. So, it was just one of those things. Um, I had to pass it back along, go and tell them. And then I met with the principal. And I was like, keep the book fair going. Well, obviously, what is it? Just volunteers? Because I've never done this before. I have no clue how it works. 
Which, right, yeah. if you listen to this podcast, it's part of the course of me as PTA president. How does this work? We'll do it. And is there a previous we'll email thread? I can read after. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Worst case scenario, we're legally not allowed to do it again. Uh, it sounds to me like you know, like what you said. What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to do this? Yeah. Is there like what did they do last year? Yep. That also sounds like how PTA kind of works. Yeah, and I, it is. So. <laughs> They give us the rundown. It's one of those events. It's the Scholastic Book Fair. Did you have Scholastic? Yeah. Yes, we did. Yeah. It's a great one. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a, cl- it's a classic. Hashtag not a sponsor. Yeah. But they're great. They send everything to you. You asked me, did you do Scholastic? I don't know. Name another one. There was another one I, I learned about this week. Oh, really? And <laughs> I immediately forgot their name. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. I have, I, I remember it being Scholastic, but Hashtag I also couldn't tell you. Could be a sponsor. Who's the competitor? Um, Hit us up. <laughs> so anyway, we, we it, it's a quick story is like, they give you everything. They give you everything in these big metal cases on wheels and oh. you just unlatch them and fold them open like a book. And it's just two sets of shelves. The books are already on there. And then they give you like stacks and stacks of boxes and those you just find homes for like either on top of the shelves or on your like counters and maybe turn some tables into whatever. Like you do a little bit of work, but then it's like, then it has a, you get a couple registers. You just got to bring a bank and then you just scan everything and it, 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 how big are these cards? How many books are they sending you? Oh, how many books did they send us? A thousand at least. Really? Yeah. These cards have to be huge. It's pretty sweet. And so they set all that stuff up and I will say this because they're not a sponsor, uh, a negative <laughs> about them. Um, well, don't ruin the idea of them becoming a sponsor. Well, just, I don't know how the system is like <laughs> what books are involved or not. You know, sure. some people complain like Harry Potter's not there. Uh huh. Something like that. Uh huh. And my theory on that is like, I assume some of these book, uh, authors or publications take a hit for the book fair because it's kind of for the kids because mm-hmm. like it's still the prices on the back of the books whatever's printed on the back of those books that's what they're selling the books for there's no like raised price so i assume sure. they take a hit i'm sure people you know the harry potter are like well, we're fine <laughs> we're good kids want it they'll buy it <laughs> uh, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> we're doing all right prove me wrong here's the problem <laughs> i already said what the problem was which is the prices are posted on the back. Now I it's preschool, not preschool, uh, TK through fifth grade. Uh-huh. that's going to be coming in to purchase books. Uh huh. They, some of them just know a few numbers. Sure. Some of them are doing okay at math. Uh huh. Either way, I have to have these kids come in and go, all right guys, here's how it works. So the prices are on the back. I can't believe I'm going to say this. There's a 9.5% sales tax <laughs> you need to factor Are in. Are there Harry Potter books? <laughs> no. Well, yes, but you can you get it from the librarian, but not at the book fair. Anyway. I heard she's leaving. It's 10 cents essentially every dollar add on so if you guys are getting sixty dollars worth of books that's how much and they're like 25 cents good luck guys this is gonna go poorly yeah because they're responsible for shopping and it's listen it's really really fun the book fair is objectively so fun to work because i remember being jazzed about it as a kid and I don't know what I expect. I don't know if it's like, cause we're in the age of tablets and streaming where everything can be on demand and you don't have to VHS record your favorite show. Sure. Like I just assume books would be boring and I'm wrong. These kids come in just like so excited and it's so much fun. And then they walk up to you and then you just have to make it a game for them. Cause they will walk up with, I mean, $75 worth of books and they will give you a twenty a twenty dollar bill with the confidence of <laughs> like an eighteen year old with a fake ID. I mean, <laughs> acting <laughs> acting real confident, but behind their eyes, they know they're in a bit of trouble. They know, like, I don't know what any of this means. Yeah, I uh, I'll trade you this for these. This says twenty. I grabbed less than twenty bucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I expect some money back. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. You just make a game out of it. You just like you scan everything to see the price, see the damage, uh-huh. and then kind of look through and then 
start picking off the bigger books and being like, all right, so you can get these three. And sometimes the kids are like, but I want that book. And I was like, if you get that book, you can just get that book. And it's, it's just a diary. <laughs> yeah. There's actually no words in there yet. Yeah. And it is just a diary. And from what I'm gathering, you don't write real good. Yeah. <laughs> Since you handed me a 20. Real well. <laughs> um, okay. <what? laughs> I'm focusing on the math here. Okay. Give me a break. So anyway, so I had to work that all week. And then my wife left for the bachelorette weekend on uh-huh. Thursday afternoon. Yeah. So that's when I had to really, and I, 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 I was there all week. I was at the book fair every day. I wasn't there from the beginning of school, to the end of the school, but I was there for most of it. I luckily, as I've said before, I live just down the street, so I can just like, right. we're good for what? Two hours. I'm going home. <laughs> yeah. Like these You're going to gotta hang around. I'm going to hang. I'm just going to walk home, have some lunch, chill, come back. You want to got to like buy time in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> yeah. So on Thursday though, I have my son who's now out. Uh, I grab my daughter. I say, uh, I can't help you guys after uh, drop off. I'm gone. I get my daughter, bring her home. We say goodbye to mom. Now, Friday, I am there from because nobody was available. Like everybody's just burnt out. The parents were burnt out. I appreciate oh, it's it. also Friday. It's Friday. I appreciate all the volunteers that we got. It was really helpful because um, it's hard. It's like a weekday and neither people either work the night before at a job at night or they're working right now and they can't or they have kids to take care of. There's so many reasons or they don't want to do it. I like to pretend that's not the answer. Well, because I don't want to do it. Yeah, but and here you know, but I you're the am. President. Here I am telling uh, universal or whatever it is extended transitional kindergarten. So 9.5% sales tax. <laughs> is uh, nine. To, it's fine. So on Friday, I was there from the beginning of school mm-hmm. to the end of the day because mm-hmm. we didn't have enough volunteers with my son who doesn't have school on Fridays, doesn't uh, have preschool. Yeah. Uh, so he's at the book fair. He was at the book fair all day. Mm. I like you on the airplane. I prepared for it. Yeah. I mean, I filled a backpack with books, paper, markers, crayons, a, a tablet. I packed them a lunch. I was like, we're going to be here, bud. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing anything other than hanging around me. And I got, and he did good through most of it. I felt real bad because it was just like, there was a couple of times where he was like, can we get the hell out of here, man? <laughs> And those times I tried to have him help. I was like, hey, can you help me scan books and stuff? And that was like, I was at my wits end just from being there all week, not with him. So like he's scanning, which is definitely holding up the line. And I could care. <laughs> like, I was just like, <laughs> there was two registers. So somebody else was helping, but I was not moving at the speed I could have been. I was like, almost, you almost, you almost, yeah, almost. You got it. Yeah, little not, higher, the eyes, not the eyes, not the eyes. No, no, no. That's, that's the, no, that's. PGMS face. Go down lower. Doop, got it. That's one. <laughs> That's one. We got seven more. Yeah. And even though I already can tell you this kid's not yeah. going to be able to afford all these, we're going to scan yeah. every one of them. So that was the, this is where the, you know, the dumb dad moment kind of comes into play. So we finish out the book fair. I call the office, mm-hmm. which was a fun thing to do. Call the front office. I was like, Hey, can you call my daughter's teacher? Send her over to the library when she when school's out. She doesn't need to go out the front gate. They're like, sure. Absolutely. School's out. I keep working because kids are still here. My daughter comes in. That's uh, helpful. It was so helpful when she showed up because then my son has someone to play with. Yes, I'm sure. Which again, I let him kind of wander throughout the fair. He was very good about stuff. I let him pick out a, a, any book he wanted. And that that helped when she showed up. But then I was there for so much longer than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> so it's like a stackable dumb dad moment because I had two volunteers that stayed to help me break down the fair. When you're done, you have to close up all those cases and stack everything the way that they basically delivered it. Yeah. You walk into the library and there's like, I don't know how many cases, like seven, eight cases side by side by side by side stacked with all these books on top. You have to put them back exactly that way. Put all the registers back in the little briefcases they come in and all this stuff. You have to count all this stuff. So we do all that. And then uh, somebody was like, do you need help with anything else? I was like, I just got to do the registers. That's it. We're done here. You guys can get out of here. Thank you so much for your help. Now, by this point, it's like 3 p.m. 
mm-hmm. maybe yeah it's probably like three three thirty you guys get out of here it's fine and then i say to my kids who are just like can we what is happening my daughter's only been here like 45 minutes and i'm like you can relax she's also we have sc- been here she's all been at school like all day but like- since yeah no she has <laughs> So it was like, guys, listen, we're going to go get ice cream after this. You guys have been amazing. This has been a lot harder than I thought it would be. And especially for Julian here. Thank you guys. We're going to get ice cream and we're going to get a regrettable amount of toppings on them. You know, we're going to go for it. (laughs) They were like, great. Then I count the bank and I, I do all that. It takes so long to do. It was a very successful book fair. So I have to do that, but I have to print reports now. It's like back it's to Friday my days night at of the bar, baby. Friday night at the bar. It's yeah. exactly Friday night. But you don't have a pocket full of money. <laughs> yeah. And I can't have a shift beer. <laughs> so I kind of. Not all, there anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> Count all the money, and then we have all this cash. And then I go to the principal, and I was like, what are we doing with this? And it is PTA's responsibility to take the money and then write a check to the book fair. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. So I was like, you guys just going to throw this in a safe all night because it's like a long weekend and we've been advertising that the school is hosting a book fair. doesn't seem like a smart idea. Yeah. And she was like, do you mind bringing it to the bank? No, I don't mind. This dumb dad moment. Number two. Ooh. <laughs> we were at the bank for so long because oh. they got to count what you have. And it was a lot of crumpled ones. I mean, oh, I no. Here's the thing. I organized it all and I count the money and rubber banded it because as I just said, I was a bartender. I, I give, I, organized it so well i was off i was exactly right by down to the dollar down to the cent yeah um i I was i was gonna say i was off by a dollar but that's because there was a dollar ripped in half and the bank said they couldn't take it (laughs) and i was like i thought if it was more than half you could take it. it's like two thirds and he was like i need both serial numbers and then he did something i didn't know that they did this then he slid it back under the window and i said well i don't if a bank doesn't take it I don't want it. Who's going to take it? And he goes, you have to take it. And I go, can you throw it away for me? And he goes, I honestly cannot. You have to take it back. I was like, that makes no sense, but okay, fine. What a weird world we live in. What You're so weird, much better with money than I am. Trust me. Weird rules. Yeah. Um, so anyway, count all the money that takes a long time, like a really long time. And then we get out and the kids go, can we go get ice cream? I was like, let's get ice cream. Yes. We go to the ice cream shop. It's it's five five o'clock it's five twenty <laughs> it's five it's like 20 and we're just they have you could i could care they have buckets of ice cream yeah i mean <laughs> there's so much ice cream and i i made them the quick i made them a quick easy dinner that night yeah uh, like not an hour later because they do have a bedtime and i think not it, on a bucket of ice cream they i don't. think it was like uh carrots uh, it was like carrots, fish sticks, and applesauce. And the rest of the ice cream. I like to call it Project Beige. <laughs> Gave it to him on yellow plates. It's like a magic eye. <laughs> it's more about the texture, not, uh-huh. not as much of a visual. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like hook. Close your eyes and imagine it's a, something else. With imagine color. it's more ice cream. Yeah, more ice cream. <laughs> anyway, I like, I think I like put them in front of a show because I was like, you guys can just relax and watch a show. Have, Another great have idea. the dinner, feel them full of ice cream and then keep them still. Oh, they've been moving. He's been, they were moving <laughs> so much at the book fair by the end. I mean, jumping off of things that shouldn't be allowed to <sighs> because the librarian was gone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was the adult. Yeah. And why did she quit? Yeah. <laughs> I can't figure it out. So, oh yeah, no bedtime actually went really well. They were exhausted. Yeah, but what was funny is like I came back, you know, a little while. I think I went to like sit down for a minute somewhere mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. that was a lot of time on my feet. I'm exhausted. And I came back and both of them had just <laughs> mixed everything in their dinner together, which oh. they don't do. They never do that. They're not. Uh-huh. Neither of them are infants or, you know, like <laughs> one year olds, but they just made piles of their food and I went. Yeah, that's fair. You guys uh, hungry? And they went, no. no. And I was like, Wait, what are you talking about? Dad? Yeah, I know. I know. I you gave us a bucket of ice cream, man. I gave them ice cream for dinner. That's my dumb dad. Mama. The wife was out of town and I gave the kids ice cream for dinner. I like what's funny about that is the way you tell the story. It makes sense, right? But man, 
the movie poster title is like, well, I got to see this thing. How did that happen? Yeah. Because that couldn't be more of the cartoon, cliche, telev- cliche television dad yeah. version of like, wife's out of town. Who wants ice cream for yep. dinner? Because I want to be the cool dad. Yeah. It was more like, I'm so sorry that I'm the PTA president and I made you sit through all this stuff. So the funny thing is like, I, I get it. Ice cream, treating it with ice cream. Thank you so much. I know you guys would love this. Yeah. If I tell you we're going to go do this, they'll, it'll, it'll just, whatever you tell them you're going to do or whatever you tell them yeah. that's going to get them excited, will just buy you a little bit more time Buys you than the time. bank. Then the bank solidifies that you got to go. And but the idea that it's ice cream is really funny, you know, that, cause it really could be anything that it excites them. Yeah. And the, maybe it could have been like, we'll watch a movie tonight. Oh man. Sandy, I didn't want to do that. Because I was like, if bedtime is on time. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah. what, what, whatever the thing is that's going to get your kids excited is really funny. But it's yeah. so funny that the cliche is like ice cream, which turns out being ice cream for dinner. It's yep. like, well, you what? Yep, I sure did ice cream for dinner, and it was hell yeah. I remember pulling into the the ice cream shop parking lot and then noticing uh-huh. that the sun was setting. Oh, and you're <laughs> and you're rolling it. now did you guys do like the frozen yogurt yeah, situation yeah, or did yeah, you do yeah. ice cream yeah, yeah, yeah. did the yeah, yogurt land or whatever and then they just my daughter is impressively conservative with her toppings oh man my son my son is gonna be a nightmare he only picks like three things but they're all uh pretty bad he's always like give me some of them spicy worms and i was like what <laughs> my son talking about heartburn but he's talking about sour worms and then he yeah he puts a couple of things here like none of that matches yeah no my son is he's eight and when we go to get like that and here's the thing like i think we like going like i prefer ice cream over the frozen yogurt situation but the kids like it and you get like the you know it's like the subway of ice cream or whatever you're just yeah. like looking at all these toppings and my son can't help himself because he's that kid and you know it's like we go through and as an adult, you know, you kind of, I kind of have like my classic order, what I'm going to get, uh-huh. S- sort of the same-ish thing every yeah. time I know what I like there, whatever. And every time it's like chocolate brownie frozen yogurt mixed with cotton candy frozen yogurt. Oh, yeah. And, and then like orange sherbet frozen yogurt. <sighs> and then he wants like, you know, f- mochi with gummy worms and chocolate chips and a, and a little roll. bit of, and a little bit of strawberry syrup. <laughs> Might as well be, man. I mean, it's like I look at this thing and going, that couldn't look worse. You couldn't have done a worse job of putting something together. And then I mean, you realize like, you said it out loud and you look down the line of people waiting, jaw dropped. <laughs> yeah. Was that out loud? But every time he's, he's sitting there eating it, going, Oh, this is amazing. I'm like, it's not. It's not. It's nothing about that is amazing, other than the fact that you're eating it with a straight face. I'll tell you that. And you go, you're, you're that old man. He goes, you know what? If you're eating me too, you got brand new taste buds and you're ruining them. Yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> Talk about exploring taste buds. You're exploring what your stomach can handle. If you're asking me, we don't need to get in the weeds of ice cream, but my son makes uh, an incredible decision before he puts sour worms. And then like, I don't know what else, but it's not great. Um, <laughs> but he does, he does a, a lemon sorbet with like a raspberry or strawberry Maybe it's also a sorbet. Uh-huh. And that's his ice cream base. And then he puts like sour worms and other if you eat around it, that's phenomenal. Little the lemon and the strawberry. Yeah. You're like, good job, bud. Yeah. Was the uh was the pork rinds necessary? <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm just trying to add a little texture. Yeah. You know, a little salty. I like a little crunch in my food. <laughs> <laughs> Still got teeth, I want to use them. Fantastic stuff. So we survived. So you we, survived. That's good. You survived. That's good. I was you. You said something earlier about uh, the Monopoly Man, and it reminded uh-huh. me when we were at my mom and dad's, we were playing games and stuff. And I have been meaning to bring this. I think I've been meaning to bring this up to you. Okay. And it's been something that was like, like melting my brain for a little while now. And I don't remember why I thought about this. It's like a month ago that I've never finished a game of Monopoly. Is that true? Probably. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody has. <laughs> Not in the legal way, anyway. I thought about this a while ago, and I was like, why is Humpty Dumpty an egg? And I don't know why I thought that, 
but it entered my brain one day and I couldn't let go of it. Is Humpty Dumpty? Who said he's an egg? Is he in Monopoly? No, but I'm going to get there. Stay with me. But like, why is he an egg? Who said he's an egg? Oh, right. Because the nursery rhyme. Nursery rhyme. Doesn't say anything about an egg. We all know he's an egg, but it, in the rhyme, there has nothing to do with him being an egg. And it was like, it got to me and I was like, man, I can't let go of that thought. Who, why, what's happening? And, and while we were, while we were there and my mom and dad's, my brother was over. I, I don't, Oh, I know what it was. I was trying to find something on my computer to show my brother. And I was going through like my internet search history. Like I knew I found there was a link somewhere. I clicked on the link. It's gotta be here somewhere. And I was trying to find it, trying to find it. And then it was like, you know, you're going through your search history and I saw why is Humpty Dumpty an egg? Because when I had thought about that, like three weeks ago or whatever, I Googled it. Like, mm. why is he an egg? No reason other than, uh, I don't want to get this wrong, but I might get it wrong. I think Lewis Carroll made up the nursery rhyme and he just decided he's an egg. Well, that's it. There's no reason. Well, otherwise, it's an incredibly mean story. Yeah, because, because just like shattered bones. I guarantee you his name is probably just Greg. <laughs> why are you calling him Humpty Dumpty? Yeah. Yeah. And so, then why are the king's horses and king's men putting him back together? Yeah. Get a doctor. Or is it a Sally from Nightmare what Before Christmas situation? Get a seamstress. The horses are going... I, I don't know. That's the worst part because the king's horses are helping, which means they're tying up parts of them to the yeah. horse and then like mush to like drag them back together. What if they succeeded? He'd be screaming. Yeah. How about, I don't know. Give me some oats. I, I don't have huh? fingers. How am I going to figure out how to put an egg back together, let alone why is this guy an egg and why was he sitting up there? Oh God, he's an egg too. You have horses walking around an egg crime scene. This is going to be some crunch. Right. Put that like, in your yogurt. This seems like too wild. Let's just make it a nursery room. I can't figure out how to tell this story. Put that in your yogurt. And there you go. <laughs> Texture. Texture. Eggshells, please. Frozen yogurt, not dairy. It's so confusing. <laughs> what are we talking about? So we so we go down this rabbit hole. We're talking about it. We're looking it up again, trying to figure out why and how all this came about. And then my brother was like, it turns into these things that like people remember something one way uh-huh. and it's not that way. Yeah. And there's a lot of things like this. It's called like the Mandela effect or something like that. And what you reminded me about Monopoly, he was like, let me ask you a question. The the Monopoly man, does he wear a monocle? Yes or no? The Monopoly man? Yeah, on the box. I don't think so. You're correct. Okay. But everybody in the room was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a top hat. He's on the box. He's got a monocle. He does not. But did he used to? Not to our knowledge. Okay. But there was a bunch of stuff like that that's like, you know, Kit Kat on the packaging. Is there a hyphen? Yes or no? And I was like, uh, no. And I, there was not. Mm. It was like all this stuff. It was so interesting to read. And Monopoly Man made me think of that. Humpty Dumpty made me think of that. But it was like, he, he read like 20 of them. The funny thing was, you couldn't confidently say, oh, no. Because the idea is like you remember something one way because you remember it that way. Well, you For know. no reason. It just seems like you emotionally went through a lot while your wife was gone. <laughs> Let me tell you, man. Forgetting that water back, bottle your really hair got is just me. crazy, and you're like, "Hey, I have a question. Do the Cheerios used to have a mascot?" She's like, "No, <laughs> incorrect. Incorrect. It was a Cheerio. It was Cheery, <laughs> the Cheerio. <laughs> he was an oat boy." Anyway, it was a great conversation because that got us just thinking about all kinds of stuff. And a lot of that stuff was like nostalgic things that you think about. And man, every question he asked. Rabbit like, hole. Rabbit hole. Yeah. Find the answer and confidently going, oh, no, I don't think so. And then the answer is the opposite. It was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a great place to leave it. If you guys have some fun trivia facts about things you haven't thought about. Or tell us about being solo. Just running solo, running solo without the significant other there for a full day. We know there's a lot of stay at home parents that do that every day. Yeah, but we're talking about 48 hour at least period. You know, yeah. if you do, you guys can email us dumbdadpod at gmail.com or you can DM us on Instagram. We are at the dumb dads, which is our handle on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and on YouTube where you can watch full episodes of this podcast please rate and review this podcast if you haven't already we love reading the reviews and love uh, rating always helps 
push this podcast out to more people. So thank you if you've done it already. Thanks as always to at Verdue on SoundCloud for giving us our intro and outro. And thanks as always to my lovely wife, Annie for editing this podcast. Evan. Yes, sir. Do you have a joke? I do. You ready for it? Uh huh. What do you call a traveler that doesn't ever lose their temper? Humpty Dumpty. (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a traveler that doesn't ever lose their temper? I don't know. A nomad. Oh. It's not bad. It's actually clever. Mm -hmm. There's never going to be an LOL, as the kids say, but it's always clever. Okay. (laughs) Bye. Welcome to the world, little one. Welcome to life. How do I stop this? The Dumb Dad Podcast is proudly presented by Bet Online. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you mean cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. Yeah. New New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.